0: You are listening to episode 434 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360VegasPodcast.com or send us an email at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive, but always amazing access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash 360Vegas.
1: The day after
2: tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the
1: casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara.
0: The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it?
1: want to gamble they always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front
2: good
1: luck the strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road i think probably anywhere in the world kicking ass in vegas vegas baby
2: vegas baby
1: welcome to las vegas right, i need to i need to file a complaint with somebody i don't know who but somebody because this weather is not acceptable oh yeah i moved no. to the fucking desert okay we're like right.
2: 20 degrees below our average right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's been gray and cloudy and rainy and ilky.
1: Yeah. I yes,
0: I agree. So as you guys know, like the weather where I'm at is usually pretty much in line with the weather where you're at. Mm-hmm. And it is not acceptable.
2: No. Mm-hmm. We're, we're supposed to be getting into nice stuff this time of year. So this is...
0: Right. This is it's bullshit. pool weather season. And right. It's right. Like-
2: oh, there was some people in uh, last weekend for March Madness... There were actually some people that were in the pool, in the water. Was it at Circa? At though? Circa, yeah. Well, that's heated pool. But though. it's still, I mean, anything that's outside of the water is going to be freezing. <laughs> <laughs> True. So a month ago,
0: I was in Vegas and, you know, for the for the half marathon and, and same weather, mm-hmm. right? Basically yep. the same weather as right now. And I remember looking down from our window at uh, Park NGM and seeing people in the pool. And I thought, you idiots. I right? know. Right, so, these are the people yeah. that
2: are from like Minnesota or the Dakotas or something. Right, it's right. Like, where it's this is it's fantastic. It's right. warm we're for we're usually doing a polar plunge right now. This is, you know, yeah, no, they people are just nuts. I, I don't understand it, because even then the pools are too cold as it is. It's just not. Yeah, right. it's got to warm up soon. Agreed. At least the sun was out today. That made me happier. Yeah, and,
0: absolutely. And yeah, as yeah. much
2: as people complain about daylight savings, I am so glad that it's not dark when I'm coming home from work <laughs> right now, because that's right. d- now that's dark, so depressing. Right we get up. Right. Well, not when I get up. I sleep (laughs) in (laughs) late.
0: Well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's
1: Karen. I'm Josh. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. We never think to actually, or at least I never think to go. Oh, hey, by the way, that's not Tony.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's right. We didn't say anything about that.
1: I'm always like, they'll figure it out. If
0: you haven't figured it out (laughs) yet, (laughs) he
2: is he is off doing some some fabulous birthday celebratory. Events this weekend for his amazing wife and uh, and her brother. I think they they go to Belize. I don't remember where they were Somebody else? No, I think it was somebody else. No, um, I've never been to um, Belize. uh, Chris and Julie went to. It wasn't Belize. It was Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Um, That's that's who you're probably thinking of. I don't don't remember what they were doing. I wouldn't
1: want anything to do with those places. You hear, (laughs) fucking, you get turned into drug mules and shit. And
2: although um, that's Mexico.
1: Well, that, I'm sure Costa Rica <laughs> has got some too. I'm pretty sure. I know
2: a lot of people have been to Costa Rica. They said it's really beautiful and a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It
2: anyway. I feel a little too naturey for you, but. Random anyhow. Vegas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when random w- Vegas.
1: Random thoughts before random Right? <laughs> <laughs> when Wynn was building Bellagio, to pull in the kind of numbers he needed to make the place profitable, he knew he needed to put a show in that would put people in the seats for six days a week. So he went to Cirque and requested a production centered around water. Originally, it was to be called Eau. I, I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. The French word for water. However, people inside the organization were concerned that Americans would mispronounce it as Ew. <laughs> so instead, they went with... They went the way it's pronounced... Oh. Hmm. Oh, so I'm sorry. So yeah, O. is O. E-A-U
2: is O, not yeah. EU, which is, not E-U. <laughs> I was gonna say, Alistair was gonna correct yeah. you one way or the other since it was
1: French, but you kind can of, still do it. You
2: kind of answered your own question in the the write up of the. I, I the forgot. Random... It was
1: early in the morning when I was writing this script.
2: <laughs> and that's probably. Was <laughs> a... I just
1: love.
0: I'll just say, I just love how they went from EU to O. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and they were probably very accurate in their assumptions that Americans would mispronounce it. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh totally. Yeah, we do totally. That.
2: So it's interesting though that he he wanted a show about water. And I, I guess it because I'm like, why water? Like, why it's just a theme that? that's
1: running through the whole property.
2: Well, yeah, then I thought about it. I'm like, oh well with the fountains, yeah. you know, and then having the show with water, it makes sense. So yeah. I guess I get yep. it. I was a little slow in the take on that one.
0: <laughs> All right. So I'm looking forward to this one. Mark, tell us about the twit pick of the week. Holy
1: fucking shit. <laughs> this week's winner shared by at Strat Vegas is fucking epic come on a desert icon like the stratosphere in the foreground of an epic collection of snow covered mountains in the background is simply breathtaking seriously words are escaping me do yourself a favor and check out this week's winner simply stunning
2: oh yeah i just pulled it up i hadn't seen it before it's so good that is really cool that's
1: gorgeous speaks to some of the weather we've been having
2: around here lately yeah (laughs)
0: true So I have a folder on my laptop that just has all these Vegas pictures that I've, you know, formatted correctly. And then my, my background cycle through these pictures. And this is, this is getting added to the mix. Like it's just incredible. Um, sometimes as a listener, sometimes I just listen to your description and I don't actually go and look at the picture. Sorry, forgive me. But, uh, (laughs) listeners, if, if, if you're like me, you, you need to go look at this picture. It's just, it's gorgeous. It really is.
1: If I recall, those are usually in the show notes. If you go into, uh, Into the app that you use to listen to podcasts. Uh, Yes. And you scroll up. Yeah, a lot of times the picture's in there. Yes, still lazy. Sorry. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough.
0: (laughs) As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, Twitter. Let's find out what's new with the news.
1: So, Mark, tell us what's going on with Dream Las Vegas. Dream Las Vegas project, located just south of Mandalay Bay on the opposite side of the street, has come to a full stop. The problem is the project started before being fully funded, and the company has been unable to secure it. Developers told the Review Journal that the project is, is approximately 25 to $30 million in debt, Dream Las Vegas broke ground last year with a projected cost of 550 to $575 million to complete. I, I don't understand how they get people to, like construction guys, to even start working for you until it's like, no, 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 oh, we need the money.
2: No, 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 no. It, they, you can tell them you've got financing. It's very rare that the construction company will require you to show proof of oh. financing.
1: Oh, that seems like a huge loophole they need to work on. I, I will just say the
2: company that I work for has been getting people to start building shit when they haven't gotten the funds for oh, especially it Especially in this fucking, <laughs> in this market. It, it is kind of um, optimistic of them. Like, yeah, we got this. Let's start building and da, da 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 And the fact that they got 25 or 30 million in the hole before the uh, the contractor was like, hey, wait a minute.
1: Well, look how much more they needed. Like, if they're like, yeah. hey, we're already 30 million in debt, like, you need $500 million yeah. to finish this. I mean, you really think you could... You, uh.
2: That's only like 5% of... I mean, I mean, they're 5% in debt of what the, the, the basic... or the base cost of the yeah. project's going to
1: be, so... And this is the project that's down by... This is the project where that whole f- fiasco with uh, the Pinball Hall of Fame the was Surveyor. built a little too far. Into built their onto their
2: property, yeah. yeah. It doesn't
1: uh, look like that's, that's going right. to be an issue to worry about.
2: Yeah, not for a little while.
1: No. <laughs> well, I, I have kind of some, some
0: bad... Vibes, you know, echoing Vegas in the wake of 2008, you know, kind of replaying itself again here. And mm. You know, I also think about the name of this place and maybe it's not just a name, like it's a whole ideal, like it's just a dream. It's not going to be real here.
2: We should
1: have known right off the bat.
2: I do want to say I'm a little surprised, Josh, that uh, Mark did not give you crap for reading his uh, his uh, headline title uh, for this particular new I article. I actually
1: usually don't like the, the headlines I come up with. Oh, I, really? I just can't. I can't think of anything funny or decent or, or with a- anything that isn't obvious, you know. So I thought I, it was good, so I was
0: actually leaving it for you. But so so to the listeners, Mark, I actually wrote "Nightmare Las Vegas" because that's what this is turning into. So I had kind of left that for you to say. So I don't know if it's no, that's, highlighted that's, with a hyperlink. That's, that's all that's yours. part of your intro. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. all right. See, <laughs> got, I'm I'm learning. You everyone. are, and you're
2: doing I'm a learning. fantastic job. Yes, it's it's a process. <laughs>
0: All right, so I will read this one then. Tell
1: us a little bit about Wall Burgers 2, Wall (laughs) Burgery, From (laughs) high class to welfare-inspired burger joint, it was announced this week that Wall Burgers is taking over the space formerly home to Burger Bar in Mandalay Bay. Plans are to open in late March of 2023, or better put, really, really soon. This will be the second location of the burger joint, the first being the Horseshoes Grand Bazaar Shops. We've had mixed... Uh, experiences with Wall when we first went. I don't know if the if the expectation was just too high, but uh, I
2: feel like I've only ever eaten there once, and uh, I thought it was at the a, Vegas vacation.
1: We we did we do it. Or not? I remember we did it with. Um,
2: I feel like you've been there before.
1: No, not not extra. I've only been there one extra time, and it was with Sky on the Rocks and his wife.
2: Oh, I don't think I went then. I think I've only been there once.
1: I don't know. I, I was, remember we were all we were all getting hammered, and we were like fuck. We need to eat. And and she came up with the idea to go to Wahlburgers. Like, all right, I I
2: I remember it being okay. I don't remember being like, oh my god.
1: No, it was definitely wasn't that. Yeah,
2: but I I mean, it's a it's a name thing, right? It's the Wahlbergs and and all of that. Um, And I think I'm sure some people are hoping they'll make a surprise appearance. Uh, but i do i think i think they picked a good location because it's not right next door or across the street from their existing like they didn't go in like another oh yeah, caesar's they went way property south. right so i think they're kind right. of you know they're not going to be cannibalizing themselves
1: right i agree
2: and it it really is I, I i like the your little description from high class to welfare inspired because you know the burger bar was it used to be where you could get that eighty dollar burger. Yeah,
1: it. The, what is it? The 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 five thousand dollar burger, but uh, it's well, it's the it's stripped the, down version.
2: Yeah, it's the the lower. I think it was when when I got it, it was like eighty bucks. Right. Um, yeah. and you know was an Uber Uber, Uber. Keller whatever. Again, Uber. Alistair will correct my pronunciations, and I'm sure Scott will too. Uh, but you know when it was his place, and then they ceremoniously booted him out, and service suffered, and it is kind of ironic that now it's. It is going to a concept that, and and that's not digging on Wahlburgers. They've admitted it. Like they they use the government cheese because yeah. that's what they ate growing up and they really liked. So, um, you know, and I I do think it's it's cute because the, the the younger brother is the chef that really does create all, and he is actually a chef. He just kind of tagging on his his famous brother's name, which. Is nice of them to help him well, out.
1: And they got a fancy restaurant, too. Named they after do. Named after their mom. Named so. after their mom, yeah. So he does uh, a little bit of, of everything. It's just Wahlburgers is the most franchisable. Right.
2: It's the one that they can expand rather quickly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he he
0: um, now lives in Vegas. Is that right? Which one? I thought I heard that. I thought, that I thought Mark.
1: Mark? Mark, Mark the Yeah, Bunch. I thought he, he lived here now. Did he really? That's what I thought.
2: Oh, I don't think I heard that. Yeah. I heard a... Uh, um,
1: it's coming up. Don't say it. Okay. <laughs> No spoilers. <laughs> I'm wondering. It's a prop bet. There isn't a whole um, lot to it, so don't ruin it.
2: <laughs> I don't think it's in the prop bet. All right,
1: well, if if once we get past the first prop bet, uh, if if we haven't oh wait. it.
2: Yep, nope, it's in the prop bet. Yeah, bets. that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Good mind rating there, honey.
1: I I just I knew where you're oh, but so and so nope, nope, nope. Nope. Save it, <laughs> save right. it. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
0: I want to make sure my pronunciation is very clear here. Let's talk about Six,
1: the musical. Right. (laughs) Six, the musical, six is in the number six, is setting up a seven-week residency at Venetian's Palazzo Theater. This isn't the first time the production has visited Vegas. That would be at the Smith Center after the fall of 2022. However, the cast will be different from the touring show. Six, the musical is the story of the six wives of Henry VIII. Huh. So
0: I was chatting with uh, Mrs. J-Dubs before oh, yeah. we recorded, and um, as I mentioned to you guys, there's a decent chance we'll be out this coming weekend here in a few days. Woo-hoo. And so, um, yeah, so so we're thinking about checking this out. Um, I don't know if we can get it to see it and then record a review in time for the seven-week residency there, but, uh, but uh, we could try. We're, we're definitely interested in checking this out. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool.
2: just i wonder i mean i'm interested i I find that time period very interesting the musical aspect of it kind of makes me wonder a little bit
1: there's got to be a but if it's
2: if it's been here before and it's a touring show and it still has i've just never heard of it so i'm kind of like huh i agree i agree i don't know that i necessarily like the title
1: it's got to be somewhere like where we get a preview of it or something
2: oh i'm sure you can youtube yeah yeah you know any of it and find parts early songs of it so have to keep us posted Just because and and again, Josh, just because something closes before the review comes out doesn't mean it's still entertaining for folks, because if this is a touring show, they might find the review interesting just to say, oh, well, maybe if it comes to my town, I might be interested.
0: Absolutely. And let's face it, that would not be the first show we reviewed that was no longer in Vegas by the (laughs) time the review came out.
2: I know, unfortunately. (laughs) One of those, at least I wanted to go see that is now no longer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, future Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady purchased an ownership interest in the WNBA Las Vegas Aces this week. Now, what percentage was acquired, nor the cost of
1: said investment was disclosed? That's one Karen wanted to ruin. Yeah,
2: that was the one I was thinking of that I just heard today, I think.
1: Um, so we're getting everybody. LeBron James wants to bring a, a basketball team here. Yeah, Tom Brady buying a uh, steak. The aces, and, yeah. I you know, I always think back to the Office episode where they ask Dwight what he thinks of uh, women playing basketball, and he goes, "He goes, what? What's the difference? You know, it's a. Uh, uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this, but uh, he's like, uh, uh, one's a real sport, one's a joke.' I like sports, I like jokes. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Dwight, God bless him. The Clark County Commissioners unanimously approved new owners of the Mirage to build a 600-room, 600 660-foot-tall guitar tower. This now puts the volcano removal on the clock. No word on when we will lose it. Didn't I hear that was going to be like the tallest? Like it was going to be taller than Wind, than
1: I don't know I don't Encore. That than doesn't sound right. I I, I could be wrong, <coughs> but yeah.
2: I swear I heard that somewhere. Mm. Well, because if you figure the average story is, that the is penthouse
1: ten penthouse up up on the neck of the guitar. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: You figure an average story is ten feet, so if it's six hundred and sixty feet, that would be sixty-six stories tall.
1: I could look it up. There's a there's something out there that shows how much Palazzo in Venice, or uh, it's Palazzo, Wynn, Encore, and so I just pulled it up. Um
0: when go. Las Vegas is six hundred and fourteen feet. Wow, tall. you're right. So mm-hmm. they are going um, for it. Encore is six thirty one. And I read somewhere that actually um the guitar is only going to be six hundred and thirty one. So somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So it'll be about the height of Encore. Right. Tall let's see, Bellagio's five eleven. Venetian's only four seventy five. How adorable.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: How tall is Felton Blue? That's the tallest
0: currently. I know that Yeah, much. I think when it opens, it will be the tallest. Um,
2: I'm just wondering if it'll be taller than the guitar. Otherwise, it's like the... Uh,
1: I know. I feel bad for North Strip. Like, they're just getting their their uh, their views destroyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, that I feel guitar
2: bad. is going to mess up a, a lot of views down the street. Treasure Island. Street. Right. It's
0: mm-hmm. the Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Fountain Blue, 735 feet. Oh, geez.
2: Okay, so that'll still be taller. Okay.
1: Yeah. I like this guy, Johnny, on the spot. <laughs> Mexico-based restaurant Zai, is that what we're going with? Which sure. moving to Fremont East, specifically across the street from Container Park. The restaurant opens March 31st and will feature global dining options with a rooftop nightclub to boot.
2: You said it's moving to Fremont East? Is it moving from somewhere in Vegas or it's new coming into town?
1: It's new coming to Vegas, okay. but it, it exists in other places. Okay. So it's It's, it's coming. immigrating from Mexico. It's immigrating. <laughs> Just waiting for the green card.
0: This place sounds cool.
2: Yeah, I'd be up for it.
1: I mean I wouldn't for the record.
2: You like some Mexican?
1: Yeah, I like Nachos. the Americanized version yeah. of, of food. We can we'll preview Same the thing, they don't, uh, they don't they don't they don't just close all the ingredients they put in there. They just say things like salsa and I'm like, what do you got in that? <laughs> 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 I don't like how coy you're being.
2: <laughs> oh, honey.
0: Do we have some dinosaur chicken nuggets for this guy? Dinosaur <laughs>
2: No, he's graduated from nuggets. He's good with chicken strips.
0: Yes, strips are okay. Okay, grown-up version of
2: nuggets. Right.
0: <laughs> Located in the old Searsucker's space at Caesar's Palace, Chris Santos Stanton Social Prime Restaurant is now open. To celebrate the occasion, Santos has ruined a tomahawk
1: steak by suspending it and setting it on fire. What? I don't know. What do you got to look up the the article? It's ridiculous. Like, uh, he had it, like, he kind of, it looked like the decanter thing that you used to have. Yeah. And then it was, it, it tied up the uh, the tomahawk with the, with the bone part, and then, I don't, I don't know what he put on it, but he set it on fire and it just kept burning.
2: Okay. I'm sure Sounds there was a, a cooking reason for that.
1: No, I like think it was just. a strange ritual here. Right, yeah. It sounded more ritualistic or, or more entertaining. I can't imagine they're actually cooking your food like that.
2: <laughs>
1: huh. Yeah, see?
2: No, I found a picture of it. I don't know that I got a video, but...
1: Ooh, some of
2: these look good. Yeah. French onion soup dumplings. All oh, right, all right, yummy. do your job. It's your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I'll go back to looking at that. <laughs> Clark County Commission is considering tightening regulations on brightly lit, lit truck-mounted signs saying that they distract drivers and impede traffic ownership of one of those businesses argue that there are led boards everywhere playing lights and distractions so why are they getting singled out because yours move
0: and (laughs) you go slow yes
2: oh my god traffic jam on the strip is because they're in the the far left lane yep (laughs) just just cruising yep 25.
0: Yeah, so I, I read the article about this, and that's what they said. They did a study on it, and they said these vehicles move
1: on average like 10 miles an hour slower than the rest of the already slow traffic mm-hmm. on the Strip. I, I, if I ever actually get off my ass to rent a Lamborghini, this is how slow I would drive it. Oh, so we, you just piss everybody off around you? It's a Lamborghini. I don't give a shit. I'm only doing this <laughs> once in my life, so. I'm never Everyone be- look at me. Yeah. I'm not going to drive fast. So <laughs> Pretty you much. <laughs> that's right. Melts Vegas is reporting that downtown Grand will begin hosting weekly blackjack tournaments open to the public. No word what the prize is for the winner of said tourney. Construction walls have finally come down at the new shopping facility,
0: formerly known as the Harmon. Currently, it is still not open. No tenants have been announced, and the LED signage is up and advertising various wares. So we went from static building signage to LED. Yeah.
1: I, I, I,
2: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I mean, I'm happy the construction walls came down, but I don't care.
1: Hopefully there's a cool restaurant or something. Like that. Right. Well, there Until is, you put something
0: interesting there. There's just, that
2: steak and seafood place that's going in
0: oh, that we right. talked
2: about before, yeah, yeah. which I'm still, it's like, oh, it's a chain. And I'm like, eh. no. mm-hmm. Not really interested. Uh, MSG Sphere is now hiring for some 3,000 workers. Available positions include everything from ushers, cooks, supervisors, and managers. The MSG Sphere is scheduled to open in September of 2023.
1: And lastly, Gloria Day, right? It's got to be that DEA. I would think so. The Vegas Strip's first magician died this week at the age of 100. Her first performance in the market was in 1941 when she performed at the El Rancho at the age of 19. That's awesome. Can you imagine like the stuff
0: she's seen? What she's seen? Oh, yeah. like she remembered I saw I, re- I read an article about this and, and she mentioned like remembering when the flamingo opened up
2: wow so she was she just watched she was it all she watched the that. whole thing
1: grow yeah I mean she even has today mm-hmm. as a point of reference to go shit I remember when we had one fucking place on this uh, on this trip yeah wow that's crazy yeah
2: well it sounds like she had a, a good happy life and hopefully uh,
1: a hundred like how can yeah. you yeah yeah
2: Hopefully she wasn't like miserable at the end and wishes she'd gone a few years sooner. But you know, hopefully she Karen's
1: grandma was like that. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta tell him about that. <laughs> my,
2: my. So my dad's mom, my grandma, on my dad's side. She, um, she was she was just a very interesting character. And the older she got, I mean, she she was never let's say she never had a lot of tact to begin with. She she was very direct. But the older she got. the the fewer and fewer of any filters that she had and my grandfather died um, let's see we were I was just finishing college like 95 Mm -hmm. and she lived another I don't know 10 years or so after uh, and didn't want to Uh, (laughs) she she was ready when my grandfather died she was ready to go and she would tell anybody that that listened that you know that's what she wanted to do so towards the end of her life um, she had to go into the hospital for um her arteries were clogged in her neck, and there was actually a blockage in her heart, but they cleared out the ones in her neck, but she wouldn't let them do open-heart surgery because of her age and everything else. Um, but we went to visit her in the hospital, and we're sitting there talking with her, and all of a sudden she goes, Do you know where all my friends are? She's like, They're all dead. They're all in the cemetery. Why am I still here? And and part of me is like, Well, I want to tell her, Well, Grandma, we love you, but she was so just cantankerous and not happy and miserable <laughs> at that point that you're just like well, Grandma, we're happy you're here. She's like, well, I'm not. I'm ready to go. It's past time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, Grandma was, like I said, she so, had no filter whatsoever at the end. I'm
0: wondering if we share a grandparent because, like, I have the exact same story. My dad's mom, his his dad died um, several years before my grandmother did. Mm-hmm. And, like, from then on, my grandma was done. Yeah. She, she was done with life, and she would just blatantly tell people, I just don't know why Jesus won't take me home. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> No, 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 that's exactly what it She's like, I'm ready to go. The Lord can take me any day. I'm good. I don't, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that was me. When she's laying in the hospital bed, she goes, do you know where all my friends are? They're all in the cemetery. Why am I still here? I'm just like, well, I don't know how to answer that question, Grandma. <laughs> there, yeah.
1: I imagine her berating St. Peter at the gates. <laughs> what took you so
2: long? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God bless him. Well, Different. on
0: that note, that's it for news and prop bets let's move on to coming attractions coming attractions brought to you by vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future Punch-Lineless comedian and super tool, Dane Cook, is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan,
1: Saturday, April
0: 1st. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $64.
1: I'd like to say I invented that word, but he invented that behavior, so I think all credit goes to him.
2: What, being the super tool?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, Punch-Lineless. Punch-Lineless? Yeah. So, I
0: don't love his comedy, but just about every movie I've seen him in, I enjoy him as
1: an actor. Yeah, because he gets re- he gets reeled in. Like, he acts like a yeah. kid, like an ADD kid without medication when he's on stage in the fucking round. And he's, I don't know that I've ever seen him in a movie. He's darting all over the place, and he's telling a story, and, and you're just waiting. Like, he never gets to the end
2: of it. Yeah, no, that I know. Yeah. I watched at least part of one of his stand-ups go, yeah, I don't need to watch any more of these. Uh, but I, I know swear that he I've, does I've never several seen lines of him. coke
1: before he hits the stage.
2: What movies has he been in? So he had a movie
0: that he kind of was the lead in with... Um, I want to say Jessica Simpson, and I can't remember the title. He was oh, basically like Lord. a checker dude at um at like a Costco, um, and that was okay. He he was in a romantic comedy with Steve Carell. Like the, they they weren't a couple; they were brothers. Uh, <laughs> and, and and so he, he was good there. He was like he was Steve Carell's brother in there, and and like Steve Carell was actually falling in love with. Dane Cook's girlfriend, his brother's girlfriend. Oh, Um, and and he was he was good in there. And then I just rewatched a movie that's probably twenty years old at this point. Waiting, with Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I've seen Waiting. He's he's one
0: of the cooks in Waiting. That's right. Yeah. So you know, I mean, he's he's childish in that movie too. But you know, he he does it well.
2: Typecasting. Right. I'm looking through his filmography here.
1: (laughs) It's your turn again.
2: I know. Um, I don't know any of these. Uh, Matchbox 20 is performing at Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan, Saturday, May 27th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $185. Yeah, That seems like a lot for Matchbox 20.
1: Well, they keep stepping away for a while and then coming back and stepping away and coming back. I think it just creates demand. You know what I heard?
2: Um, I, I heard some folks talking the other day about the fact that it's getting so expensive to see concerts in the U.S. that people are actually starting to travel outside the U.S. to go see bands and artists in concert because it's cheaper.
1: I would do that to so like England or Canada. That's about well, it. Well, they
2: were talking about, um, I forget which band it was that they were talking about going to see, but like, you know, tickets were like a thousand bucks a piece or you could go to see them in, in Brazil for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So you oh could, yeah. So, so you figure your airfare and hotel accommodations, you get a deal on that. It's still, and you get to go to Brazil. Yeah, It's still cheaper to go see your band in a foreign country than it is to see them here in the States yeah. because ticket wow. prices are just going through the roof.
1: Unfortunately, Vegas used to be a place that nobody missed on their tour, but the the pandemic wiped out Uh, like, like for instance, the palms used to work with, I think it was live nation and live nation yeah. handles all of corns booking. Mm-hmm. So when that venue wasn't available, corn just didn't come to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people yeah. that, that did that right now. They're like the palms is coming back, but they're getting like really weird acts. Like it's nobody that, that you're, you're, Going, oh shit you know we gotta go check them out right So
2: I was looking at all these filmographies I'm like I don't know any of these it's because I put in Dave Cook not Dane Cook
1: <laughs> <laughs> all the movies Dave's been in right, right. <laughs> underrated James Taylor is performing select shows at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan for dates Saturday June 3rd through June 10th shows start at 8pm tickets start at $145 well you pay for it when you go to Chelsea
2: yeah you do I mean, it's a great venue. It is a great venue, as long as you have seats.
1: Three doors down are performing at the Pearl at Palm
0: Sunday, July sixteenth. Shows start at eight PM. Tickets start at one hundred thirty-nine
1: dollars. Oh, I didn't, I didn't plan this, but I like that it landed on you.
2: <laughs> I know why too. Jim Brewer Brewer is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, April fourteenth through the sixteenth. Shows start at seven thirty PM and tickets start at forty-five dollars.
1: he out, he's safe. he out, safe. safe. Yep, said
2: <laughs> he did this whole bit
1: where he he had his fingers uh, like I can't I can't describe it. He
2: he was it was almost like a little finger man, right? So so he had his his middle finger and his ring, ring finger down and then his his other you know, his thumb, he would go is it out and he'd stick his thumb out and tuck his other two fingers behind and he'd go, "No, it's safe." And he'd kick the other ones like he's talking like he was an umpire. It cracked us up <laughs> for the longest time. Um, I, we used to love his stand-up specials. I yeah. I would go see him again. I also love the one about the um, the tequila shots.
1: Yes, as they're all fighting in his stomach. Right, yeah. and
2: then everybody out. No 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 no, 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 back the way you came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we were big fans of, of his uh, his stuff before. I haven't seen anything he's done in a while. That's no, been a while. That would be interesting to go see well, him again. Yeah.
0: You know, forty-five dollars and, and South Point is lately getting in some really interesting people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for a few nights at a time. So yeah, that could be an interesting show. Yeah,
2: you have a mission, Mark. I, I
1: want to take you to South Point. So th- this isn't hard to sell me. Uh. Yeah,
2: dinner and a show. There we go. Yeah. We'll we'll be like well, the J Dubs. I don't know about
1: the food there. That's but.
2: right. I'm sure they have a steakhouse. Uh,
1: oh, I hear yeah. they have a hot dog cart.
2: <laughs> they do have a hot dog cart. That's not going to get me to go there no. though. <laughs> hot,
1: dogs <and> brew. Ah, <laughs> hot dogs and brewer. Ah, hot dogs <laughs> and brewer.
2: You made it funny. Look at you.
1: I know, right? This is the title of this week's show. (laughs) Jokes write themselves,
0: folks. (laughs) So don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have a 360 FHE. 360FHE is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. So this week, Mark, you guys went out
1: and explored flight again. Tell us a little bit about your firsthand experience at flight. So yeah, we specifically, Alistair and I were the ones that initially discovered flight, and I was just dying to get Karen to it because <laughs> I, I, Karen was kind of,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she little, really was like, this meh.
1: wasn't that interested in it. I'm like, I know if we can win her over, this thing is going to be fucking huge at 360 Vegas. <laughs> so this FHE is all you, my love.
2: Yeah, I I was very pleasantly surprised. And we uh, so we went and booked a lane just the three of us, um, for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you, the time flew by. Yes, it did. We could have stayed. So if anyone's concerned about... You know, three hours being there, um, I'm not concerned at all. There's I think, so especially much,
1: with there's so much chatting and everybody yeah. taking their turn. Oh, we
2: started chatting with the eating. people next people to right us, next to us, because yeah. they they were they're like, "Oh,
1: what game are you playing? We're playing this game."
2: Yeah, they were watching the game and they're like, "Oh, what is that? And how do you play it?" And um, so we tried basically every single game that they had there. Uh, I will tell you that there's some games that require much more skill. Like there's somewhere, killer,
1: I think was the one that.
2: Yeah. So so everybody is assigned a number. Right, and if you have to hit your number three times, and then you can start trying to knock out your opponents by hitting their numbers three times. Yeah, I couldn't. I never hit a fucking number. Right. I yeah. I'm just not that good at it. But there was another one called um, Duck Hunt. I think.
1: Yes, that one was awesome. Which was
2: a blast. Yeah. But basically, you're you're trying to so similar if you're shooting, um, you know, the moving ducks at a, a gallery game kind of thing. Right. The middle of the dartboard is. What you're aiming for. So the bullseye and then the section inside the triple uh, scores, right? If you hit that, so you, you hit that, toss the dice there, you get a point, and so everybody keeps
1: tossing the, not the dice. Sorry, the
2: darts. <laughs> they both start with D. Um, but then if you hit the triple circle, right, that's called the ring of fire, and you lose two points. All right. <laughs> and then if you hit outside the triple and into any of the rest of the board, you lose one point. And so the wow. goal is to get the most points at the end of it. Now that one I, I did okay at because all I had to do is aim at
1: the middle. It was fun. It um, was fun. Well, and something else <laughs> that, that you don't expect until you're there is that all these games have times like they, they have rounds. Yeah. So it isn't like cricket where all of a sudden, you know, you're down to the bullseyes and you're just throwing darts for the yeah, next so there minutes.
2: There was one where you basically, everybody has a, um, a horse, right? And, and you, you hit your number and your horse moves forward, kind of like one of those water shooting games or whatever yeah, where you're yeah. trying to. Um, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm never going to get to the end of this. Well, there's only so many rounds yeah. and wh- whoever's horse is ahead wins. So it, it's, you know, was very easy to, um, you know, the games didn't last forever, right. which it, is one of my it concerns. It prevented
1: it from getting stale. And at the same nice. time, in right. a lot of cases, it made it more Fun because you knew you only had a limited amount of time. Like bowling, you know, you're going up against somebody. You've only got right. a limited amount of time mm-hmm. to, to make your impact.
2: And the um, the other thing that I really liked because when you were describing the dartboards before, and you're like, oh, they're all electronic and it scores for you. I was envisioning like the electronic scoreboards with the plastic. Oh no, these darts are the real. Throw. These are the real uh, top. This is ones. a real. Yeah, this is a real dartboard, and it it knows where your board hits. Now we did discover. So you have the dartboard itself, and then you've got a cork circle around it and if you hit the the dartboard or the cork it registers but there's another space kind of around it before you get to the pretty woodwork Um, and you know somebody like me did hit the other space around it um, and bounced off and that did not register as a throw so I was able to go grab that dart and throw it again so we learned some stuff like that
0: nice Um, nice
2: the uh, the other really cool thing, well, so then we talk about the servers. I I was underwhelmed with the specialty cocktails, at least the one that I got.
1: I just got beer, so
2: yeah. Alistair's was, was pretty good. I think his was the panda. I got the butterfly, um, and I switched to just you know a Tito's and tonic after that. Uh, but what's really cool is on you, on the screen where you're picking your games and stuff. You can call your server. So you don't have to yeah, wait yeah. for them to come by. You just hit the button, and they're like, hey, what do you need? And they come up with their little handheld and punch the order right in, and, and you're good to go.
1: Um, the food was good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'd call it good. They're, they need more of it. They need more options. They do.
2: It's a very limited, like, snacky appetizer kind of right, thing. Right, But the, I did like the sliders. You got the shrimp, shrimp cocktail. cocktail. was good. Did you like that? I was not a fan of the mini ahi tuna tacos. Mm. They were, I think I was expecting them to be more like a spicy tuna taco, and it was just pretty much straight diced tuna, which I would have liked a little more zhuzh on it. Mm -hmm. And then what else did we get? We got something else. can't remember. Oh, that cheesy flatbread.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
2: That was really good. That was really good. I was surprised for just cheese on a flatbread, but it was was delicious. Yeah. So, I mean, good snacky food. They've got a couple different sort of flatbreads. There was another one there with bacon that I wanted to try um, next time maybe, but... I, I was pleasantly surprised and even once we got to the end of it, so and, and I don't mind sharing this, so there were, were three of us, we had all that food, we had multiple drinks, and we had the lane rental for an hour and a half, and it was 150 bucks.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, for Vegas especially, that is right. really reasonable... Entertainment. And so we were talking with the uh, the hostess. I was asking her because I I'm, I'm, was concerned about like the well drinks, right? Like what liquor is that going to be? She told me a brand name. I think it started with a P and I hadn't heard of it and don't remember <laughs> it before. But it wasn't like Stoli or any of that kind of shit that you normally get. And apparently it's a brand that has like vodka, gin, tequila. Like they've got multiple types of spirits yeah, is what well, they use. Larry. Thankfully, um, I got beer. Right. And you do have beer. But, uh, and then she was telling us that, uh, when we do the events, you know, they'll have us kind of in a separate place. They'll have like two it's to three. It's
1: deceptively huge.
2: It is. But they'll have, they'll have two to three servers dedicated just to us. Oh, that's cool. Um, nice. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, oh, we can do snacks. We can do all this stuff. I'm like, people are on their own for food. That's, yeah, that's one thing. I, I, I see
1: it. I, we're going it's going to get rowdy. I, yeah. I see it happening already. <laughs> it's going to get rowdy. Well,
2: and I'm trying to figure out. So one of the things that I was a little bit concerned about is, um, people being stuck on a lane, right? So one of the the cool things about Vegas Vacation is people get around and mingle. Now you can add multiple people on a lane and decide who's playing that round. So if you wanted to step away and not play that game, you can, you know, skip a person Uh or put them on pause. Um, Now what I don't know then is if you just have somebody come in and and play for you on that name or whatever it is. But yeah, it takes a picture of you. So every time you're like, oh, hey, Karen's up and it shows the picture and I, I wasn't, expecting that and I took a picture that was way too serious and um, <laughs> Mark was like
1: "Jeez, I looked, I looked, I looked leery I, I looked uh, I was leering you I were would...
2: leering you were just, you look le- like a little skeptical but no it was a blast and now I'm I'm super excited I'm really excited about it and like I said we were having fun even kind of listening to the there so we were right in the front when you walk in and there's three lanes there that I think are designed for no more than six people each and they were all full uh, but it was it was fun, kind of listening. The same thing that we were doing. You know, somebody would actually hit a good shot, and you're like, oh, and you, you know, it gets loud, and you, right. you're kind of. We were listening to that next door, so it was a lot of fun.
1: I really think it's gonna. Despite Alistair's competitiveness. Oh I my thought it was God, fun.
2: that's a side of him I've never seen no, before. and I,
1: I told you, I'm like, I, I, I'm underselling it. It doesn't matter what I do, I'm underselling. He,
2: it. he was vicious. He was <laughs> out to just destroy us on uh, this. I mean.
1: Talking shit and oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: yep, he was. Which it's unexpected I didn't really care, so I'm like, Yeah, okay. okay. I'm gonna take you out. That'd be awesome. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> and he did, I think, on the killer's round. So yeah. he knocked me out and I was just like, All right, I'm done. Yeah. So I just sat back and watched you two throw at it. <laughs> One thing I, I will warn people that are gonna come out to this event, you have to be careful which side of Mark you sit behind when he's throwing. Because Mark Mark <laughs> oh, throws like his, Yeah, he throws his darts like a baseball player. So overhand. Um, so he winds up and, and does a whole pitch thing. So I noticed it because I was sitting behind check you. Check off
1: first for yeah. base.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was sitting behind you, and all of a sudden your arm comes back, and I know you have a dart in it, and you weren't that close to me, but all of a sudden I was like, "I'm a little uncomfortable with this. I'm going to go stand <laughs> over here on the other side." So, no, it it was fun. I'm excited. I think that I think the folks that are able to attend, um, and I don't know if we've go we haven't probably we haven't sold out to GA on those yet. yet. Yeah.
1: yeah, we haven't sold out yet okay
2: good it's, but they're, they're
1: they're going yeah
2: and we we've left it um, you know because we didn't know what the interest was going to be so we, we haven't officially committed to a number with them yet um, so depending on the overall response you know we'll finalize it here shortly after I think it gets open to GA why does that sound like your car hold on Josh a second yeah no my my keys in my purse His car alarm just started going off.
0: It's the puppies. It's got to (laughs) be.
2: They can't get to the car.
0: They've graduated to car theft now.
2: Either that or they... How did they get the keys?
0: Oh, I knew it. They're chewing on the key fob, aren't they?
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) They are... (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I was in a bit... I, I swear. So, I have a... On my well, I don't need a. a, a, My keys just stay in my purse, right? So as long as my keys on me, my car will start. But Mark's is the old-fashioned kind where you actually have to have a key that you put in the ignition. So I have a little hook that in my uh, in my purse I hang it up on the edge of my purse so that's easy to grab, right? And when Mm -hmm. I came in today, the puppies were crazy as usual, and I set my purse down on the couch and apparently did not put the keys in my purse but left them on the couch. I didn't realize I dropped it. Yeah. Oh my god! Add it to the list. Was it was it chewed up bad?
1: No, there's teeth marks in it. Fabulous. Yeah. God bless those puppies. I appreciate the uh, extra editing you just gave me. I appreciate that. Oh,
2: Josh thought it was hilarious. He goes, "They got the keys, didn't they?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we just need right. to call it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll
0: slide us back in here. So. Karen, you are absolutely giving me like total FOMO here. We, we've we talked a little bit offline that um, I probably won't be able to be there for all the Vegas Vacation 12 no. just due to some family conflicts. Right. But uh, you're, you're making it difficult because this sounds
1: awesome. This oh sounds like a it, whole lot of fun.
2: It's going to be a good time. Did Maybe. we
1: bring up that? We asked him, like, how are you guys doing? Like, we're concerned because you're awesome and we want to make sure that you don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're still around July.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, she said that they're they're doing really well. I mean, it's they, they're newly open and, um, you know, the, the travel season hasn't really kicked in yet. But uh, they are actually rivaling. So their, their headquarters and their main location is in Chicago. They're rivaling the Chicago location for activity and and sales and stuff. So they're doing, yeah, they're doing really well, which makes me happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, When you're beating the flagship store, you're doing well. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 434. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360VegasPodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360 Vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Josh, where
1: can people find you?
0: I am at Vegas J-Dubs.
1: Karen.
2: I'm at 360 Vegas Karen.
1: He just told you where you can find me, so until next time...